Hi, love, and welcome to Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious females who want more in their careers, relationships, and lifestyle, and who aren't afraid to claim it. My name is Laura Hurd, and I'm your go-to mentor for all things self-mastery, self-healing, advanced manifestation, and creating your ultimate dream life. I'm a mindset expert, master success coach, leadership mentor, and the living proof that anything your heart desires is possible for you. I'm absolutely obsessed with helping powerful women just like you to manifest and co-create anything they desire in their lives. So if you're ready to massively uplevel your well-being, your confidence, your connections, productivity, and success, then keep on listening. This podcast is your weekly dose of self-growth and mindset mastery to help you step into your fullest potential. I'm here to provide you with the insights, the tools, strategies, and guidance you need to become the most aligned, powerful version of yourself. So if you're committed to create success and fulfillment on your own terms, then let's get started. And make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a beat. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode on Unfuck Your Alive, the show for ambitious women who are ready to calibrate to their next level. I'm your host, Laura Hurdy, and today we're diving into what exactly you can do when life just throws curveballs at you, one after the other, and you may feel frozen or stuck, or just like like you're temporarily struggling and everything is just too much to handle. I also want to let you babes in on what it's actually like running a million dollar business with ADHD. I get a lot of questions on that on my Instagram, like, how do you even do that? How do you find focus? You know, like, how do you manage yourself, essentially? And then I also want to share some fun facts about me. As our podcast community is growing by the week, and I can imagine that some of you haven't listened to episode one yet, where I basically share about my entire life story. And so before we get into the actual episode, I want to also share that if you love my podcast, if you listen almost every single week, you're binging all the episodes, I would so, 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 so appreciate if you would support the show by heading over to Spotify if you don't listen there already and leave a five-star rating. It's literally like one click and it means the world to me and to the show. It supports us. Um, You can obviously also write a one or two sentence review on iTunes if that's where you listen. Um, That just like really, really helps us to continue on with the show Um, and also like just ensure that the quality stays the same because truth be told I run this podcast and I finance it from my own budget I just fucking love it it's like a passion project I love delivering free value to you babes every single week but um as you may be able to imagine it's an expense to have a podcast manager to support me with editing and time stamping and uploading the episodes and also it's yeah, like it's a time investment for me too to prep each episode and research and hit up epic guests and host those interviews and select the promo materials, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it is, it is a lot of work. This is why originally I was like putting this project off for so, 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 so long until I was like, no more. I'm doing this thing and I'm committed to it. And I'm so, so glad that I've been so consistent. We're almost at 50 episodes, which is a little bit mind blowing. Also a little sneak peek, there is a new season coming and we will likely also update the podcast art, which I'm very excited about. So like, don't worry, the main remains the same, of course, of course, Um, but we will probably have a new branding for the podcast. So I'm very excited about that. This far, I haven't brought any, like, you know, sponsors onto the show, even though our stats are so good, I probably could. Um, So if you're open to help a girl out, I would appreciate it so, 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 so much. Um, So you can simply leave a five-star rating on Spotify or even a short review on Apple Podcasts. I would feel forever grateful. Send me a DM after you did so I can personally thank you at laura.hurdy on Instagram. Diving into the actual episode, I just want to give you babes a little bit of a live update because I feel like... We're like, we're such a beautiful community and I feel really, really connected. I love reading your messages when you're listening to the podcast and I want to give you babes like exclusive sneak peeks too. So there's been a lot of exciting things happening in my world recently. I touched on this in episode 42 a little bit already, Um, but this is actually the first episode I'm recording from my new well, let's say temporary home in Uluwatu, Bali, um, that I'm currently sharing with one of my best girlfriends until probably the end of the year, 
maybe January, haven't really decided yet. And whilst we had a couple of hiccups in the first few days, I'm not going to lie, we had the weirdest things happening like multiple times a day, like no electricity for hours, obviously no aircon as well, like sweating like crazy. Um, that was not cute. And just like the internet going off during important calls that were meant to be recorded. And then obviously the recording being gone, massive spiders in our office. Like I'm, I'm in the office right now. And like every single time I step into the office, you guys, I'm like looking, I'm like looking around in all the corners. <laughs> it was, it was hectic to say the least, but I'm truly thriving here. Like it was a conscious decision that I made. It felt like a full body. Yes. It still feels so damn nourishing to be here. And while it's just a little bit strange to be away from my partner and our dogs, at least during the week, because on the weekends we see each other, um, it also feels really good because I feel like the season, like the, those, like let's say two months, November, December, are a busier season for me. And I feel like this gives me a great opportunity to focus on myself, focus on the work projects, and then be so present with my family, like meaning my partner and my two dogs <laughs> um, over the weekends. And that's actually like a really nice routine that I love being in right now. As you babes know, like most of you babes know, my partner and I have been together for just over three years, actually three years and a month, actually three years and a month. <laughs> and we've been moving in together really fast in the beginning. Like it all went, if you know our story, actually this is episode, what is it? 28? I think that I recorded with him. Um, we were talking about our entire relationship story and the ups and the downs and all the things and also the beginning stages, which was like so interesting how things evolved for us. And um, like we've been living together ever since we moved together in, what was it? Um, autumn 2020. So I think it was October. I think it was October that we moved in together, like, like moving to Santorini together, living there together. Like that was it like since then. We haven't really been apart except for him visiting Germany a couple of times when I was like staying in Spain. And then eventually when we moved to Bali in Bali, because um, I don't really love Germany. I mean, from there, I'm owning it as my home country. I'm not mad at Germany. I'm just like, I don't love to be there. And um, my mom usually comes to visit me here in Bali, which is really great. Anyways, when I first expressed my desire to move to Luatu and he didn't share that desire with me because obviously originally I was like, hey, do you want to move to Luatu with me? Like, I feel really, really called to go. And he was like, Laura, I love it for getaways, but I can't move there. I was like, mm, okay, that feels uncertain, <laughs> but I really, really want to go. Like I want to honor my intuition. And part of me was like, is it weird to live apart? Even if it's just for two months after having been on top of each other for three years. But then I was like, no, it's actually, it's probably really healthy because it's so easy to get attached. Like for him, and it's been so funny guys, like it's been two weeks or so now, right? Like that we've been quote unquote, living apart, like seeing each other on the weekends, but not during Monday to Thursday or like on Mondays. Yeah. So like Tuesday to Thursday, so like three and a half or so days. Um, he was like, Ooh, like my routine is so different. And like, I'm finding myself again in my routine. And like, it's been so interesting for him. I think he learned a lot from me. Also, I realized a bunch of things and I was just like, this is so enriching. This is so enriching. If you're in a long-term relationship and you've been moving in together very early on, Honestly, I can almost recommend it. It's interesting. Like it's, it's just so, it's like extra nice when you see each other again. It's just like extra special. I mean, I'm happy. Like I was always happy waking up next to him every single day. I'm not going to lie. But um, seeing each other on the weekends, it's just like so juicy. Like recommend, I recommend. Okay. So um, yeah, I've been feeling myself. I've been feeling myself. It reminds me of when I was like living by myself for, well, um, probably two and a half or three years, like uh, after leaving my home country and then traveling the world, I was always living by myself and man, did I love it. Man, did I love it. Um, just like spending the nights by myself and just like doing all the self-care things. And obviously like you're spending evenings differently when you're in a relationship versus when you're living by yourself, being single. So I honestly think this is amazing. Um, for us, it's just been like increasing polarity and, I don't know. It's been, it's been enriching in the way and that um, when we connect, we're like obviously even more present because we want to make the time we have count. And I think this is something we're realizing now that we can then, when we eventually like live together again, like um, in a couple of weeks, we can like bring that into the relationship and integrate that new learning. And I think like learning new things is so important. I think that you should expose yourself into to like situations that 
may feel uncertain, may feel uncomfortable, because this is where you learn new things about yourself and how you operate and how you work and like how, yeah, like what you need. Like you just learn so much about yourself. And this is why I already think like this has been priceless, like this whole experience. And obviously you can learn new things through like listening to podcasts, getting inspired, reading a book, getting inspired, obviously getting transformation through mentorship, but also like real life experiences. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and so um, on that note, actually, I want to remind you, babes, that my four-week Life Life Feminine Energy Mini Mind Thrive on Life is closing doors on the 22nd of November. So if you listen to this episode on the day it comes out, you have around about 24 more hours to jump in. This is a high-touch, intimate container for the high-achieving woman who is ready to create a softer life, embrace a juicier romance, and receive more wealth and success in her life. And so if this is speaking to you and you're like, I don't want to stagnate. I don't want to settle. I don't want to play small before the year ends. I just, I don't just like want to slow down. I actually want to work on myself so that I can speed back up in January and integrate everything I learned. Then this is really the space for you. Um, for details, you can click the link in the show notes. It's all linked there. And um, yeah, with that, let's get into the actual episode um, and talk about what to do when life throws a curveball at you because sneak peek life will <laughs> sooner or later like we've all been there we've all been through it and we've been navigating it more or less gracefully and what I've learned especially I mean honestly there's been something every year <laughs> um 2018 has been intense 2019 has been intense 2020 has been interesting 2021 has been wow and 2022 has been challenging as fuck and then this year has been a little bit of everything. So <laughs> I honestly am the queen of navigating hard times. I almost want to claim this title because I, I just feel like all those things that happened in the past, let's say five or six years, truly shaped me into who I've become. And I wouldn't be who and where I am today if it wasn't for those challenges. And there is a way to move through them with a little bit more grace, a little bit more trust, a little bit more ease and self-connection. Because um, oftentimes what happens is when shit is hitting the fan and unexpected things are starting to happen is we, we feel ungrounded. We maybe lose trust in ourselves. We maybe feel disconnected from ourselves. We feel overwhelmed. And this is natural, this is normal, but there is certain things we can do to move through it a little bit more gracefully. So a couple of things that I do want to say are number one, to stay calm and breathe. This is easier said than done, but connecting to your body through breath or through just meditation, intentional focus, let's say on a candle flame or something like that. It just really helps. I think breath is amazing because it just brings your body back home to its center. For everyone who's an aspiring on UB coach and you've been considering jumping into ECA, which there is amazing Black Friday specials coming up. So you want to check those out. We have a bonus breathwork session for our um, students in December. And I love to do that for my students because it just helps you to regulate whether you're a coach or self-employed or not. Like learning certain tools is just always such an enriching thing to do and um so for me what I like to do in those moments where I'm like feeling like my body's maybe almost about to get into fight or flight mode and like shutting off I take a really deep breath in through my nose and out through my mouth and I'm visualizing I'm visualizing light and like beautiful energy when I'm inhaling and like old heavy dark energy and like something like heavy when I'm exhaling and this is really really beautiful because it really helps you helps, helps your subconscious to realize like I'm releasing all the shit and all the heaviness there's no need to keep holding on to that and just give yourself this moment this intentional moment to process what's happened instead of reacting impulsively and like through instinct, like, I mean, yes, sometimes it's good to be instinctual, but also there are moments where we overreact. And in order to um, prevent that from happening, we want to really tune into our bodies and give ourselves some time to process um, instead of going into fight or flight mode. 
and being reactive rather than taking a step back, collecting ourselves and being more proactive. Step number two is always to accept your emotions. Oftentimes we're being told like, oh, like don't, don't be sad, right? Like we've all been told don't be sad. I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, be sad. Be fucking sad. I'm here for it. You got to be sad because you got to feel it to heal it, to release it, right? And so when you're sad, this is so valid. And so it's okay, like really okay to feel a range of emotions from anger or upsetness or frustration or, um, you know, guilt, even shame, like all those unpretty emotions that are not so comfortable to experience in your body, they're, they're important, right? Like even shock, fear, whatever it is, anger, sadness, like all the things, we're here for it. Acknowledge your feelings without judgment. Don't label them as bad feelings. It's not a bad feeling. It's just a feeling that feels less comfortable. So welcome it in with open arms. Feel the feels. Move through the emotion because otherwise it will get stuck in your physical body and we do not want that. Step number three is assessing the situation. So this is really where you can get your brain to kick in and try to rationalize a little bit by trying to get a clear understanding of like what was the actual problem here what was the challenge what happened what are the facts we're wanting to think fact-based here because if we're just like making things up or making assumptions or making things mean something this is not going to help okay so we're looking at the blank facts objectively right how bad is it objectively not for you personally but objectively this requires for you to take a step back and take yourself out of the situation for a moment and neutralize your emotions hopefully you've worked through them before you're taking this step here so what are potential consequences what are worst case scenarios what would you do if the worst case scenario was about to happen like i love to do this i say this to my clients all the time is when you are afraid when you're freaking the fuck out Go into the worst case scenario, envision it, and then envision what you would do if that was to happen. Then you have a plan, right? And with that plan, you can tackle it and it's less scary because you've already experienced it in your mind. So it's less scary than there's nothing else to afraid of because you know what you would do if this thing were to happen, right? So zoom out, ask yourself this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful question. How much will this matter in five minutes? How much will this matter in five days? Sorry, in five hours, then in five days, in five months, in five years, right? Really, really think about that because a lot of people are like over-dramatizing things. And um, for me yesterday, (laughs) perfect example, something super small happened, but I had other emotions bottled up at that point. So it felt like a really big deal. Which is always does in the moment, right? The ego's like, yes, this is a big deal. And our higher self's like, nah, girl, it's really not. In five minutes, you'll laugh about it. And so it didn't take me five minutes, probably took me an hour. And that is really good for me because before I would have probably, like, I would have been holding on to this for a couple of hours, the rest of the day, maybe even the next day. Hell no, who got time for that, right? And so when you are able to master yourself, master your emotions, master your state, master your perspective you're doing yourself a favor and this is also part of what we're doing inside of thrive on life because this is part of you being in your feminine you can't be in your feminine you can't feel safe when you are in fight or flight mode when you are constantly overthinking constantly being in your head over dramatizing things right when your nervous system is dysregulated or you're having sabotaging patterns like picking up fights with your loved ones or pushing yourself or overworking or having negative self-talk or like trying to get your sense of worthiness from your achievements and your level of productivity. Ew, like all those things, hell no, we're not doing that anymore. We're not bringing that shit into 2024, right? So step number four is seek support. Like for me yesterday, I talked to one of my girlfriends um, for probably at least an hour, at least an hour, maybe longer. And man, was it healing to just express. I mean, you can do that through journaling, sitting in front of the mirror, talking to yourself, totally valid as well, talking to a friend, talking to a mentor, right? Just sharing your thoughts and feelings so that someone else can provide that emotional support and that space for you to be held to maybe also share perspectives that we didn't consider before because we were so in it. We were in the problem rather than taking a step back and looking at it objectively, like, being outside of the problem, essentially. 
Um, and so this is why I always think that um, gaining perspective either by yourself and I'm like at a place now where I can easily do that myself now too. Plus I like to be held still because I think you get to have both. You get to like get yourself out of it yourself, but then still be held and still feel seen and heard and understood and supported. Oh, love that feeling. Love that feeling. For me, that's a must. Um, okay. Step number five, stay flexible. This is hard. This is hard. This is easier for those who are like very in their feminine. Those of us who are very in their masculine, we want the control. We want the structure. We want the certainty. We want, we want to know the end result. We, we don't want to like change things up or, um, adjusting our plans or our expectations. Right. Thing is though, and I learned that the hard way in the past two or three years is life rarely goes exactly as planned. That's why flexibility is crucial when you're dealing with unexpected events or just like people not reacting as you want or not being who you want them to be. Ask yourself, how can I adapt? How can I adapt here right now? How can I be a little bit more flexible, a little bit more in flow regardless of this current discomfort, right? How can I let loose a little bit? How can I trust that things will work out in my favor eventually? How can I surrender? How can I stop trying to swim against the current of life? Right? That's exhausting. So step number six. Now, again, we're getting into our healthy masculine. We are problem solving for ourselves. And again, this is why it's important to have healthy masculine energy, which is not the controlling energy, because ultimately, again, we can't control anything except for our own perspectives, perceptions, feelings, thoughts, all the things. But let's... Let's assess the situation and now think about possible solutions or next steps. Again, this is what I said before, like going into the worst case scenario and, and imagining that, envisioning that, and then being like, all right, this is what I would do if this were to happen. So consider your resources, your personal resources, like your emotional resilience, for instance, is a resource. Even time to like fix this is a resource. Um, getting help is a resource, like with other people. And the options you have available from here, from this like shit show that just happened, right? What are the options? What are the options? What feels good? And so this is where, again, you try to self-source. You're in your healthy masculine energy. And then we go back into our feminine. Then we're like, okay, a problem solved now. This is done. Now, how can I nurture myself? How can I be in my feminine? How can I take care of myself? So ensure that you rest that you properly process all of your emotions, again, instead of like trying to avoid them, bypass them and having them get stuck in your body. Eat well, engage in physical activity. So whether that's Pilates or a walk in nature, whatever it is for you, make sure to do that. Um, this is so important so we can reconnect to our body and get out of our head and prevent overthinking and feeling mentally stuck, right? And then from there, what we want to do is really, really, really reflect so that we can take something from this whole situation so that it was worth it, right? So for me, any shit show that's happening is always worth it if I learned something, if I grew from it, if I became a better person through it, which you always do when you choose to do that. So I like to always look for opportunities to learn from the situation. How can I apply this moving forward? How can I ensure this is not happening in the future, right? Like hardships are the biggest and best catalyst for personal growth, and building emotional and mental resilience. It is what it is. I said this in a previous podcast, I believe, um, like that where I really said, like, there's been shit happening in my life in the past couple of weeks only, where before, man, my nervous system would have freaked out. I would have been all over the place for at least a couple of days. I would have been out of order. <laughs> and now it was a matter of, I almost want to say minutes, that I processed and I went through this entire process I just outlined for you babes and I was fine after half an hour I was fine I was totally at peace right and this is really what you want to do is to have this empowered outlook it doesn't mean like just staying positive and like being optimistic and bypassing your feelings it's rather to shift your perspective intentionally and focus on the aspects that are going well and the opportunities that you have from this. Um, there always is. Like every single challenge that has been a little bit bigger has been a breakthrough for me. Every single one. 
because that's how I like that's how I make it. That's what I do. That's what I choose, right? And so just remember curveballs are part of our human experience and while it's tough in the moment it's so tough right let's face it it will naturally lead to personal growth and increased emotional mental resilience when you choose that like when you choose that path it it really is a choice I think and so you can't control what happens on the outside in the external world but you can always 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 control how you respond to things and so it's really about staying in your feminine self-leadership and letting your healthy and masculine support you as well in this whole process and let yourself be held by others as well because that is so healing and that's what we all need humans need belonging need connection want to be seen want to feel heard understood that's a human need it's natural and either you have amazing sisterhood connections um I really do these days which I'm so grateful for because I didn't always have that um really had to heal my feminine energy and my sisterhood wound for that but um if you're in a place where you kind of feel like nobody really gets you it really is an invitation for you to get yourself into rooms where you are feeling seen and heard and supported and people just get you and um are able to be there for you so That being said, let's dive into running a seven-figure business with ADHD. And part of that too is like, again, navigating challenges and um, holding space for yourself. But I want to say, I I think I realized I have ADHD maybe, maybe two years ago. Like I was really like, wow, (laughs) there must be something up with me because... I I think so fast and I get easily distracted, not gonna lie. And I had to like really put systems into place for me to be able to operate um, as a business owner successfully without feeling completely overstimulated and burnout and overwhelmed and confused and stuck and then ending up, you know, like procrastinating. So I feel like it really got worse over the years, <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> but I Like my ADHD got worse, but I got better over the years because I learned to navigate it. I learned to navigate it. I have now processes and systems in place. I feel so on top of my shit and it's amazing. Um, So I was kind of forced to create structures and systems to simplify the streamline processes to save myself time. One of the things was I easily get distracted by visual triggers. Like when I lived um, with Max, like he was a visual trigger for me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so when I would see it, when I would see him, I was like, oh, and like I wanted to like kiss him and like hug him. And one, I'm a very affectionate person, <laughs> but also two, like I have to act on it immediately. Like that's my ADHD taking over. I'm like, yes, like I I want to, you know, like hug that person, squeeze that person. And like, I have a lot of love to give, which is amazing. But also sometimes you just got to sit down, focus on your work and get shit down. Right. So, um, for me, removing a lot of different visual triggers, like even notifications on my phone, I never have any notifications on my phone. That's been huge. Removing any visual triggers has been huge. So sometimes it's like putting my phone into a different room, or when I'm like doing creative work, just like writing, um, I switch off my Wi-Fi on my laptop, right? Like those kind of things. Um, what's been a huge game changer as well has been noise canceling headphones. Yes, to those. They're amazing. And then listening to like binaural beats or repetitive music or white noise or brown noise, something like that really gets me into a flow state. And I have so many work processes that make my life easier now and save me time. One of them is what I shared um, a couple of days ago on my Instagram stories where I gave like kind of like a mini training on time blocking Um, because for me, time blocking, batch tasking, theme days, that's been a huge game changer for me. Theme days is essentially when you're choosing one theme for each day of the week, like one day is more creative, one day is like maybe calls, one day is more admin. And you can even do that when you have a nine to five, like you can focus on different things. I mean, depending on how much your boss is giving you freedom to structure things so you can be more efficient for him or her. Um, But it's very, very important for me to to batch task and to not just like do small things here and there, but like really just have even time blocked out. Like usually it's half an hour to 45 minutes a day where I'm doing the small 
like admin tasks that usually just take a minute or two to complete but are just annoying and you don't want to be doing them um my content creation process is very streamlined i have a whole fucking system and like people always ask me how are you so consistent like now with your podcast like with newsletters and posting on instagram and still showing up for all of your containers in the way you do like how the f are you doing that and it's because everything is streamlined um i have so much clarity on my priorities plan a plan to follow through and um i have days too where i just like follow intuitive nudges where i'm just like oh i'm inspired and like i'm having this like three hour time window now where i get to just like act on my intuition and my creativity or if i'm not feeling the creative spark i just go to my master sheet with my you know creative ideas and i just draw from that because usually when intuition hits me i can act on it immediately but if i can't i'll just plot it into this document and then I have it there for when I'm not feeling inspired yet I want to create content right um all of my work blocks can be easily moved around it's so easy it's like plug and play and um usually Mondays are my CEO days where I just like take care of shit that's like having a tighter deadline like I'm really just like focusing on that and then obviously my team call and um, all those things like I have like I have such a good weekly structure and working on that inside of my um, high level mastermind my family leadership mastermind the family leader with my girlies right now like getting their structure on log like people underestimate that they're just like I, want, I just want to like make the sales and like do the things and it's like have you built the solid foundations that allow you to work in a way that feels very nourishing and nurturing for your feminine and you're getting things done and like everything is so much more time saving, right? Like it's the foundations. And I feel like this is not what a lot of people teach. So naturally I'm teaching it because I'm like, this is needed. This is overlooked. This is so, so needed because you can have all the strategies for business in the world, but if you don't have foundations to like hold and manage yourself and eventually your team, what what is it good for anyways, right? So um, I would say over the years I've become a queen at outsourcing and delegating and managing my lean team. Like it's not a huge team. We're like four people right now, which feels amazing. It used to be seven. That felt a little bit too much. <laughs> um, I'm all about like streamlining and simplifying and we have a business playbook that um, just helps us onboard new people and help them understand processes quickly. And it's, it's very, very nice. So leaning into my feminine and not judging myself for not always sticking to my plan or moving super fast like when I have an emotional day I'm not going to move fast and that is okay um that is so important because oftentimes when you're moving super fast this is not um so, like it's not sustainable but it also makes you trip it makes you fall it makes you feel burnout, out right so for me slowing down sometimes when body's calling me to do that is required to speed up exponentially like you gotta be in rooms where you're learning before you can integrate and then speed up like I heard I hear so many times oh I don't I don't have time for mentorship and it's interesting because do you have time for trial and error for like not knowing what you're doing not getting the results that you want and keep doing the same things and not like succeeding do you have time for that so I think like making time to join containers is so key because that helps you over the long term to collapse time, right? And um, so for me, integrating feminine leadership principles since 2021 essentially um, has been the biggest, the biggest game changer. Um, no longer buying into push pushing and forcing and hustling and trying harder and needing things to be a certain way and sacrificing myself and my relationships and my well-being to succeed like hell no that's not a vibe right and so when I made this shift that's when my business started to feel so damn wholesome and um, just like was taken to a whole new level and this was when I also allowed myself to just like trust a little bit more in my business rather than feeling like I constantly have to be switched on in order to see the results I want like I was micromanaging my team before I was trying to like be on top of everything and be the one giving feedback all the time and worrying about launch processes and like landing pages and all the things and when I started to infuse all of my work into with this potent energy it was it was just so much more effortless and it was felt in a different way by people. And so the funny thing is, and this is what a lot of people overlook is you want to use this beautiful blend of feminine business strategy and consistent embodiment of your feminine energy. 
Um, you need the structure, of course, you need the plan, you need the clarity on your needle movers and priorities, you need to be able to manage your time well and your resources, like your energy and your focus and your own time that you spend working on your team, like all the things. But also it requires healing work. I hate to break it to you, babes, but like this is really it. And I didn't want to hear that for a long time. I was like, no, I just want the fucking strategy. Give me the secret pill to, you know, like 20, 30K months. And it just wasn't like that. And so scaling a business sustainably, it requires releasing all paradigms and patterns because you usually have those. Otherwise, you would be where you want to be, right? It requires letting go of old versions of yourself that are attached and addicted to hustling and to doing things in a way that's not serving you and not meeting your needs as a woman. And it requires for you to also expand your capacity, right? To hold more, more clients, more responsibility, um, receive more, manage more money, like all those things, right? It's important. And so that's the subconscious healing identity work they don't tell you about, right? And the thing is people can feel your energy. Like, Almost all the people who are joining one of my containers, they're like, I feel you. I see you. I see who you are. And that's why I trust you. That's why I want to work with you. Like, simple as that. Like, I see that you embody what I want. And I see that you have it figured out. And I don't. And that's why I want to receive your help. And that's beautiful, right? Your business needs a solid structure, right? It needs the processes, the systems, some automations. It just makes our life easier. Why wouldn't we take advantage of that? And then you need clarity on your needle movers and then you need the daily embodiment so you can magnetize. And this is really how you go from like feeling exhausted and like you're spinning all the wheels and everything feels really heavy over to power and softness and true feminine leadership. And you guys probably already know my mastermind is really where I'm teaching you all of this, how to feel alive and peaceful and content and wildly in love and successful and truly wealthy in all areas of your life, including your business. And there are actually three early bird spots that I'm having open right now at a special investment available for the first 2024 round of my Feminine Leadership Mastermind that will probably start in around about April. Um, this is so, so special to me because the first round and also this current round, the second round that I'm currently leading, it's like, it's everything it's everything like it's it's so enjoyable to see women finally feel good and finally enjoy their business again and enjoy the life that they have outside of their business and um this work is so 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 needed so if you want to be led in this life led container um again starting probably in april um next year then you can just reach out to me and let me know that you're a podcast listener and that you want to learn more about the mastermind special for next year but also if you don't want to wait this long right if you're like no laura give it to me now <laughs> then you can jump into the self-led version of this program for as little as 236 dollars a month which is low-key insane you get 24 videos you get lots of worksheets and resources it's like all self-led so you can do it over christmas or really whenever you want you can start in the new year you can start now already and so um even on that program as a podcast listener you get a little special sneaky discount so if you want to claim that simply hit pause send me a dm say hey laura i need the self-led version of your mastermind give me access i want to dive in right away and um yeah then i'll get back to you and um after you've hit pause of course come back to this episode <laughs> now with that let's actually get into some fun facts because again i feel like i feel like i'm sharing a lot of personal things but i also just like want to give like a little mini introduction that feels really fun and um I have like a post up on Instagram, I think, where I'm like sharing fun facts about me, um, but that's like a couple of months old. So yeah, I wanted to share not just like teachings in this episode, but also just like something that's more relatable and fun and um, maybe you see yourself in it. So I'm a generator by human design and um, I actually have a podcast episode coming out with a human design expert in a couple of episodes, like in a couple of weeks, essentially. And I'm so excited to drop that one because human design taught me a lot. Human design taught me a lot about myself, how I operate in the world. And it was just like such a beautiful confirmation for like 
why I have certain needs or why I work in a certain way. Um, and it's something for everyone to look into, I guess. So I'm a generator. Surprise, surprise. I feel like a lot of people already know that they're like, okay, you have a lot of energy. You're a generator. I'm like, I have ADHD too, but I'm also, yes, I'm a generator. <laughs> I am a Sagittarius sun. I am a Leo rising. I'm a Gemini moon. Um, so I got lots of fire energy in my chart. And um, all of these are so spot on. They're literally spot on. The human design expert I just mentioned, um, we also talked about astrology. So we like literally talked about both and it was so interesting and so affirming. And I was just like, yes, that is literally me. If you want to get to know me, yes, this chart, like this is me <laughs> in a nutshell. Um, fun fact number three, I guess. I'm a lover girl at heart. Anyone who knows me in person knows that I'm very warm, very bubbly, um, very energized. If I'm not introverted, when I'm introverted, I'm like, I'm out. Like, I'm not saying a word. <laughs> it's really funny. I, I don't know. This is so interesting. But anyways, I'm a lover girl. I have a lot of love, a lot of love. And our dogs love that. And my partner sometimes says, wow, like, how, how do you even do that? <laughs> he doesn't need as much love it's actually funny his need he's not like oh you need to like give me that much love I just have it in me I like need to give it out to someone so usually it's my dogs my partner and my girlfriends and my mom um but I always I always knew I would never settle for like a lukewarm love or a poor communication like I'm I'm all I'm all about like no like let's have a wild passionate like beautiful deep deep raw unfiltered love like I, I need I need it all like I'm like I guess for a lot of people it would be like just oh you're a lot and if you've ever been told you're a lot I celebrate you because you are bringing a lot to the table yes for some people it's like oh you're too emotional or like you're too how can you feel things so deeply I'm like super sensitive like literally picking up on people's energy like nothing else um which is a blessing and a curse I guess um used to be a sponge and like take on all the emotions I'm no longer doing that I'm really I've really really worked on that I mean in my job there is sometimes I mean a lot of my clients are already thriving just wanting to better their lives and like take it to a whole new level but there but I also have clients who are like no I'm like going through shit right now and I'm like I'm all here for it I'm all here for the shit as well and then obviously my job is to not soak that up like a sponge so that I go into like this heavy energy with them but rather hold the space and guide them so I've really learned that because it's so easy for highly sensitive people to just like soak up other people's energy and make it their own all that stuff so um this is really important um how did we get here oh yeah I'm a lover girl so that's a fact <laughs> I'm also this is maybe I don't know is it surprising for some people who are like oh you always look so polished I mean I do do my best you guys on my Instagram stories to like show my no makeup face and show my pimples like I have them around my period and I'm usually not hiding them like even right now as I'm recording this episode my forehead isn't perfect I'm still gonna use this video to promote this episode like I'm here for it I'm here for it um so I've been really like doing my best to to embrace that and like not feel like any shame or like I should hide something or I just like I've been really in the past I don't know like year year and a half I've been stepping into like a deeper level of authenticity and just like being so real and I also feel like this podcast you guys has helped me with that so thank you for listening <laughs> No, I, I really think this is quality of life when you're so unfiltered and people just get to see the real you and some people will hate you and be like, ooh, and some people will be like, I love you. And like, that's your people, right? But anyways, what I wanted to say is I'm going off track all the time. You may have known me by now. Um, I'm the biggest child around my best friend and life partner, all in one person. I'm like the biggest kid. Not gonna lie about it. We love so much together. I don't know. <laughs> is this normal? I mean, I feel like this is how relationships should be. Like this person ideally is like your best friend um, or like a really good friend because that's how you feel so safe and like you don't have to put on a show for your partner or something. Like, I mean, I like to like put on nice lingerie, but like um, I'm not going to like hide when I'm messy or I'm angry or I'm sad. Like I'm, I'm not going to filter myself. I'm not going to put on a mask. And um, also when things are really funny, like I'm biggest kid yes 
also around my girlfriends I'm just like giggly and I can be so damn serious I can be the biggest badass but I also am a big child at heart and I'm loving it I used to feel shame around I was like I'm 28 oh sorry I'm turning 28 I'm not 28 yet you guys (laughs) I'm 27 but I'm I'm starting to feel 28 because I'm like okay I'm preparing for it mentally um but I I also feel like part of me is still 22 and it's so funny too because like someone like a couple weeks ago said I looked like 18 I was like all right I'm taking this taking the 18 years I love this for me I don't know I love it um it used to be like no I don't want to look this young but now I'm like no as I'm getting older I'm like yes give me the 18 years old like I'm here for it um but this is really the time where you're like starting to do face yoga and washa and like all those things um but yeah childhood heart forever forever laughing my ass off all day long like yes um also and this is something I think that's not too surprising especially now that you babes know I'm a Sagittarius I need a fresh breeze in my life every few months so whether it's through exploring a new place for a couple of days um, on a trip or redecorating our home interior shopping oh my gosh is there anything better than interior shopping I don't know um changing my wardrobe like I literally need that every couple of months I'm like wow I'm a whole new version of myself I can't wear this anymore like I'm literally not feeling myself in it so I'll just like donate it here in Bali there's amazing places to donate your clothes um and then like I have a pretty capsule wardrobe anyway so like you can combine almost anything with anything that I have um and also starting a new hobby like recently it's been paddle you babes know my third time playing paddle I broke my ankles so that's still healing but um yeah I need a new hobby now that I can't play yet um but like just having something like even a new environment like here moving to Uluwatu that was my inner Sagittarius being like I'm ready for an adventure but yeah yes give me give me the new experience give me the new environment give me the experience of living with a friend rather than my partner even if it's just temporary I need that. I I thrive off of that. Otherwise, I feel stagnant and stuck and uninspired. And I need to feel inspired for my job. I need to feel inspired to feel alive. So I've chosen that, even though it's like an extra expense, obviously, um, to pay rent here um, because I'm not owning this villa or anything. So um, yeah, but it's, it's worth it for me. It's worth it for me. I also thrive off of my routines. You babes know I'm very structured, but also have a lot of flexibility and freedom and flow within that structure, which is my inner feminine that just needs that. But I equally, I equally need to switch on my routines every couple of months. So my morning routine here, for instance, looks a little different to how it looked back in our villa in um, Pereira and Changu. So um, I need that. I need like a new workout routine every once in a while, a new morning routine, a new evening routine. Um, so I like to keep things structured, but also flexible and versatile. Like I just need that. But I also, again, every day I have my structures, I have my routines. And I think this is why I'm getting so many things done every day without feeling burned out is because I have those routines that I just know work for me. And if they don't work, I'll adapt them. Uh, cause obviously I changed too. my desires and needs change too, but routines, I'm the queen of routines. And it's actually in my human design chart as well, which is interesting. Um, another not so fun fact maybe is that my childhood hasn't necessarily been an easy one. Again, if you listen to the first episode on the podcast, you may know, um, but I would not trade it for anything in the world. It's got me to exactly where I am today. It's made, it's made me become who I am today. And I wouldn't trade all this pain for anything in the world. Like I can truly from my heart say that these days, um, my childhood and my teenage years also have not been easy. It's not been a smooth ride, but ultimately, again, I wouldn't trade it for anything, even though I said to my partner, like in the beginning of a relationship, I feel like I haven't truly lived until I met you. And that was kind of true because I was always operating from this place of people pleasing and exhausting myself and just performing and pressuring myself like all my life, childhood, teenage years, all the things during depression like I yeah and I feel like in the past couple of years I've truly come alive and I'm so happy um and that's why I'm planning to keep doing that in the next couple of years as they come but again I wouldn't trade all this shit for anything I don't want a smoother childhood like I wouldn't I wouldn't turn time back if I could and I think this is a really good place to be and to be in such a state of 
even appreciation for all the not so nice things that may have happened to you in the past. Um, it's not easy to get to this place of acceptance and even gratitude, but um, but I think it's important. Um, I once thought I would become a writer or journalist one day. That's why I studied this. <laughs> I studied media communication journalism for three years. Um, at university and did not enjoy it but honestly here we are like I'm still writing I, I love writing just like not this like journalist style writing that we were taught I was not vibing with that I was like no let me creatively write or let me write something that is on my heart or something that I've learned that feels relevant or alive like I guess I guess I'm doing the right thing right now professionally like absolutely um but your girl still loves to write and express herself words are just yeah, it's just my thing. It's just my love language. It's or like one of my love languages at least. It's it's just how I heal myself too through words, whether writing them or speaking them. I love words. I love writing. Um, another fun fact: my current partner of three years, and as we said in the beginning, one month, <laughs> um, is the first man I truly open up to. Again, if you listen to our like episode that we did together, which I believe is episode twenty-one, I'll also link it in the show notes. He is the first man I open up to emotionally, mentally. Like he's my first ever like actual relationship, um, and before I was just single for twenty-four and a half years. And I've been loving that. I've been loving that. I've been needing that. It was perfect timing. I wasn't ready for a relationship when we met. I was not ready. He asked me, I think, two times, are we a couple now? I was like, no, not yet. (laughs) Um, But here we are now, the end, being very happy and um, having been through so much together. I think a lot of people are like, oh, you always had the perfect relationship. And man, can I tell you, we did not. The beginning was a shit show because of multiple different reasons, circumstances from his side and my side. And um, one and a half years into a relationship too, we had a lot of downs and a lot of even doubts, even doubts. Like, is this really it? Can we make this work? Um, Are we able to meet each other's needs? And I think it's so important to choose in those moments. Do I want to be with that person? Am I choosing this person? Like you continue choosing someone until you're ending the relationship, right? And so I think it's so important to treat your partner like that. Like I'm choosing you and you're choosing me and like I won't take this for granted, right? Because you're choosing each other. And I think a really good place to be in is to love your own life anyways so that you're never like fully dependent on your partner. Like I had a a client um, recently go through a breakup and she was fully dependent on him in so many ways. And so this was really hard right and this is why I always keep saying still have your own life and I learned this the hard way myself there was a time where I was a little bit dependent um like a little bit codependent and emotionally attached and um it was it wasn't really healthy because ultimately I I, I kind of lost myself and I deprioritized a lot of things that I would usually do for myself if I were single and I was like I want to be in a relationship and still do those things for myself. And so it's really all about being your own, being your own date as well and like dating yourself. And um, you can do that whether you live with them or not live with them. For me, I really, really realized like, yes, like I need daily dates with uh, daily dates with myself, but also like just a weekly where I'm like actually like taking myself on a date, not just like a daily check-in, but like an actual date where I'm like just sitting with myself for a couple of hours, just doing things for me. Yes, this is important. Um, another fun fact, because I get like this question all the time around like Bali and like how we got there and like how long we've been living there and how long we're planning to stay. So my thing was I was always traveling, as I mentioned before, um, like through the world, like usually it was Cape Town, Bali, L.A. and then sometimes Germany. Um, and... I loved Bali always. It was always my place that I kept coming back to. It was a place where a lot of healing took place as well. And um, I wanted to show my partner Bali. So we met in summer 2020. And then in uh, spring 2021, I said to him, hey, I would love for you to explore Bali because he's never been. And then we went to Bali in May 2021. And first Max hated it. Then he started loving it. And um, now we really, really just love the lifestyle we've been designing here with our daily beach walks and 
nights at our fire pit area and our monthly getaways to like beautiful places and it is really nice it is so easy to live a wellness lifestyle here as well and um yeah how long are we planning to live here um we've been saying recently probably the next two or three years um maybe when we're turning 30 because we're almost the same age he's one and a half months younger than me uh-huh. <laughs> um we will yeah i guess we will leave here in around about two years it's probably realistic two and a half maybe three um i love my community that i have here i love my girlfriends um obviously you can always start from scratch anywhere but i really like value the season of my life where i have this and um yeah we're likely eventually moving to spain that would be that would be beautiful because then we're closer to our families who live in germany um okay next up another fun fact <laughs> i could go on for days ranting about the tea babes okay i have been giving up my caffeine addiction in december 2021 one of the best decisions of my life I've been loving on matcha and cacao and like decaf as well because um, that's adrenal friendly. I love the taste. Like I love coffee. Um, loving my decaf flat white with homemade almond milk. Like that's what I order here in all the coffee shops. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's been so good for my hormonal health, my body. I obviously had burnout and like adrenal fatigue before. So that's been really helping. Um, on weekends, I will sometimes have a cup sometimes um not because my body needs it because i think that's not a good place to um drink coffee from because you need it because then it's like no your body needs fucking rest like go take a nap or go to sleep early or whatever um get your eight to nine hours of sleep every night it's important i'm talking about this too in episode 42 like hormonal health and all that stuff um but yeah that's been a great decision <laughs> not gonna lie um okay two more entrepreneurship to me is a journey and a tool like a vehicle to discover myself which sounds a little bit weird because for a lot of people it's like no it's like your profession you're making money but also no like I'm actualizing myself through this I'm tapping into my potential I'm living my purpose and at the same time I make money yes but I discover myself and I heal myself and I grow and I expand and I leave this world a little bit better than I found it and honestly, this woman here is not made for a nine to five. Like I had it for a couple of months. I hated it. I sucked at it. I was like, no, I can't do this. I, I want to do things my way. I want to do things my way, whatever it takes. And so build a brand, happen to follow to coaching. People ask me for mentorship. I was like, yes, this feels amazing. Let's go. Let's do it. And then it turned into my full-time job and then I created a certification to help others also become coaches and here we are now <laughs> here we are now okay last fun fact you guys I am a nude girly that's probably not a surprise if you follow me on Instagram and you see my daily stories <laughs> but I'm a nude color girly all the way my closet consists of mainly beige and white and maybe green and brown tones same goes for a home I love the warm colors I love I love all the nudes. I love all the nudes. Nude, nude, nude colors, sorry. <laughs> nude colors. I love all the nude colors. <laughs> this is kind of funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. I don't know what this is. Like, honestly, guys, this is a funnier episode than usual because my brain is funny today. I got up really early and um, I had my cacao and um, I also put a little bit of matcha powder into it actually um, for the antioxidants good for your skin um, but yeah I'm, I'm tired you can tell because then I, I get into this like really funny state so anyways I would love to hear a little bit more about you guys because I mean whilst again like I'm connecting with you babes through um, through Instagram and like when, when I see your screenshot on my podcast and your stories I love to see that um some of you are actually responding to my emails as well which I'm loving like if you're not on my emails already it's in the it's linked in the show notes but like yes to connection yes this is the whole point um but also like we'll leave a little Q&A section if you listen on Spotify you can like just share maybe two or three maybe five if uh, if you desire like fun facts about you I would love to read that all right, all right. Now, lastly, I want to wrap up this episode by empowering you, babes, to claim more in your lives, to become who you truly are. I feel like a lot of us are playing small, hiding, 
not allowing ourselves to take up space, not allowing ourselves to receive and rest, all the things. And I, I know so many women who feel stuck in their current realities who are like, I mean, just this morning, I got a DM from a girl saying, I feel overwhelmed. I feel stuck. This year has been too much. I feel like I'm just go, go, go. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so burned out. Like, I, I can't. I just can't. And I was like, I feel you. I feel you. I've totally been there. I've totally felt this way. I've experienced that. And I know what it's like to just go through the motions of your daily life, trying to be everything for everyone, constantly overextending yourself, constantly pouring into others, constantly giving, giving, giving without pouring back into yourself, which if you're someone who works with people, you need to do that. You need to do that. People deserve you at your best. Um, Saying yes to things you really want to say no to, right? Like all those things. And I know so many ambitious females who are like on the edge of burnout, but they desire to live a life from a different place. They just don't know how. And that that literally used to be me. Wanting to live from this place of softness and joy and sweet surrender and passion and like just feeling fucking good in myself, not just having like all the boxes ticked, like externally, like, oh yeah, she has a partner, she has a house, she has two dogs, like she's making multi six figures a year, like good for her. I was like, no, I want to feel good. None of that matters if I don't have the inner foundations built. If I'm not connected to myself, if I'm not connected to my feminine essence, like none of that external stuff matters when I don't have that, because then I can't even enjoy it. Like what's the point of having all the boxes ticked and externally having all the things you always wanted, but like feeling empty inside, feeling disconnected, feeling dysregulated, feeling unbalanced like what's the whole point to achieve and to have all those things when you can't fully enjoy it right not gonna lie I was one I I once was one of these women being all armored up hyper independent not needing anyone not needing anything not willing to show my emotions or show myself like speak my truth and like (sighs) release control I was trying to control everything in my life right? Ask for help. That felt horrible for me. That felt unsafe in my body. Um, I could never trust someone else to be in charge, make decisions. That's why I try to wear the pants in my relationship in the beginning. That's why I would micromanage my team um, and not outsource certain things that could have been easily outsourced. Like it, it is reflected back in so many different ways. And so this approach works until it doesn't, right? And you find yourself feeling deeply resentful and exhausted and just over it, you're just over it, right? And so for me, from this moment onwards, my reality really started changing and shifting as I started realizing that I was operating from a place that wasn't good for me. And so I had to release all beliefs around what being a woman truly means. And like being my feminine, like that felt unsafe too. I was like, I'm literally so vulnerable right now being my feminine and embracing my emotions and looking at them, right? And relaxing, even though I should be working according to my ego, right? It's it's just, you got to heal that. I healed all those parts of myself that were still attached to this old paradigm of hustling and over-delivering in ways that didn't feel good and showing up um, in ways that I didn't really want to, right? Like, I, I just was in this old approach that was not honoring my needs as a woman and my feminine essence. And so... When I started leading my business differently and um, creating my life in a different way and showing up in, in my relationship with my partner in a different way, man, did this make a world's difference. Essentially, what happened is I softened, I surrendered, I became more whole from within, and that's more magnetic than ever before. My manifestations were chasing me, not the other way around. Let me tell you, I started attracting deep love and being able to hold that deep love rather than sabotaging it. I started receiving money with ease rather than like forcing it or working 12 hours a day for it, right? And I started manifesting opportunities. They came to me rather than pushing for that to happen for me. And as a result, my income, I think, 10x my relationship started thriving my body started thriving I felt more energized um I'm feeling the best I've ever felt I found a new sense of inner peace and my only regret was like 
why didn't I learn about this sooner? Why did I not want to look at this? Why did I not want to immerse myself in it? Why didn't I prioritize it? Why didn't I make time for it? Why wasn't that worth it to me if it means I have a whole new level of life quality? And for me, it took around about four years. But what if instead of it taking four years or even four months, what if what if it could take you four weeks? And that is realistic. I'm saying that because it's realistic. And inside of Thrive on Life, my feminine energy mini mind, I'm teaching you my entire process that I've been pretty much creating without intending to create it in the past couple of years where you can immerse yourself in all of my teachings on embodying your feminine energy in your career or business, your love life or dating life if you're single. It's perfect for corporate bodies. It's perfect if you have a business, you're just starting out or you're actually established, but you feel like things are really hard right now. It's perfect if you're in a relationship and you want to spice things up and like create a deeper connection. It's perfect if you're single and wanting to manifest your soulmate. You want to manifest, you want to like tap into this wealth frequency. You want to have more abundance and joy and pleasure and love, right? You want to get romance by high quality men or your lover rather than being his mother or like only attracting emotionally unavailable men. Like, hell no, we're not settling for situationships. We're not settling for a lukewarm life, for a lack of depth or intimacy in your relationship. We're not settling for getting paid shitty or like, we're not settling for anything anymore. Okay, can we claim this together that before this year ends, we're working on this together? If you're interested in doing this work in a guided setting with me and other ambitious women, then you can either send me an email or just DM me on Instagram the word thrive for more details. You can also check out the link in the show notes. And um, yeah, I would love to be part of your journey before this year ends. This is one of the programs where I'm like, (laughs) yes, this is like, this is a creation that like poured straight from my heart it came so naturally it was just such a no-brainer to create it and um I couldn't not launch this this year even though I was like "Mm, do I want to like host another program this year and the answer was yes I want to host this program so fucking badly so if you want to get involved link is in the show notes you can always dm me and that's it for today you babes if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to rate this podcast leave a five-star review takes a second makes a world's difference to me and um also if you leave a written review you can send a screenshot to my team at support at lauraherdy.com and we'll send you a little something for free as a thank you um you can also get in touch through my email list so you can join there the link is in the show notes i send out weekly align and accelerate emails that are juicy they take me a long time to write i'm not gonna lie but I love to take that time to write them for you. Um, So it's also linked in the show notes. If this episode helped, if it was relatable, if you think your bestie would enjoy it, send it to them to get notified when the next episode goes live every single Tuesday, then make sure to be subscribed on either iTunes or Spotify and also click on the little bell icon on Spotify um, so that my latest episodes always get downloaded for you. So you can listen to them when you don't have Wi-Fi um and yeah as always everything i mentioned is linked in the show notes i'm so looking forward to connecting with you babes in the next episode bye